0: Hello, and welcome to the Arista Wealth Podcast, where we focus on your finances, wellness, and lifestyle, so you can focus on living your dreams. We'll help you navigate through important topics so that you can elevate your life and financial health. Let's get started with your host, Paul Moffat.
1: Hello, welcome to Arista Wealth Podcast. We're excited to have you join us today. And with our guest is Tyler Hunt, Certified Financial Planner, We're gonna talk and discuss today a first look at the Biden administration's revenue proposals. And now we say the word proposal because a lot of people are really wound up about this thing. And these things start as a proposal. And then what ends up at the end of the stream, we don't know, but there's a lot to discuss. On May 28th, the Joe Biden administration released its fiscal year 2020 budget, which calls for $6 trillion of federal spending and only 4.1 trillion in revenue for 2022. The simple math says that you're 1.9 trillion short. So what are they gonna do? They're gonna go borrow the difference. Well, remember this is just a proposal, so this is a subject to change. Now with that being said, let's take a look on how the current administration plans are to raise 4.1 trillion in 2022. Mr. Tyler Hunt, give us some updates.
0: Yeah, Joe Biden's got a a lot of plans, a lot of proposals. Sounds like it's a moving target in in ways he wants to raise money. For example, tax brackets, the top tax bracket, he wants to raise from 37% to 39.6. A big jump reverting back to to old tax rates and hoping that'll, that'll spur some income for the government. A couple other things he wants to do, capital gains and qualified dividends. He would like to raise those to be taxed at ordinary income tax brackets. For example, if your income is over one million, or married filing jointly, or five hundred thousand married filing separately, the lifetime estate and gift exclusion reducing from eleven point seven million down to one million per person. Super big change.
1: Ouch. So Tyler, what what you're telling me right now? If someone passes away, they get a lifetime estate exemption of eleven point seven million in twenty twenty one. And his proposal is to take it from 11.7 all the way down to $1 million per person.
0: Exactly. So if somebody dies with a net worth of $5 million. Right now, they're in the clear. They're not having to worry about death taxes and all these different things affecting their state. But somebody that's worth over $1 million after this goes through is going to have a lot of complex issues with taxes upon their death. And let's get real a million dollars, a lot of Americans are achieving that. People that are saving, putting money away paying down their debt. Ordinary Joes worth more than a million dollars are gonna be hit with very complex tax issues that they're not ready for.
1: Wow. And so if they're married, they get 2 million exclusion. And once again, this is a proposal. It's a proposal, but that's what his proposal is so they can collect a lot of money when these husbands and wives die or partners or spouses die and government's planning to get a lot of money. On the death tax. You know, Tyler, it, make, it makes me think there's four different types of taxes out there. You have an ordinary tax. You have a corporate tax. You have an inheritance tax. And you have a death tax. is that interesting?
0: Yeah, there's a lot of ways that they like to make money. They, they, a lot of ways. There's a lot of ways. You know, in local governments, there's sales taxes. There's all kinds of ways they, they hit up people for money. That's just, uh, that's just what this is. They're uh, finding out more ways they can tax people to increase their revenue. Great. Let's go to the next one, Tyler. Yeah. I mean, the transfer of appreciated property, they want to treat death as a realization event to ensure that appreciated property will be taxed. For example, right now, if if you own a stock and it has grown in a taxable account and you pass away, your inheritance, your beneficiary, whoever gets that stock, will get a step up in cost basis. What he's wanting to do is get rid of that. So that it is then a taxable event upon the original cost basis, which would be a major change. I mean, you're talking some people that have maybe hold, held assets for 20, 30 years and some significant gains. It's going to be a big taxable event for that inheritance.
1: You know, we got a client that put 100000 in Amazon about eight years ago, and today it's worth a million dollars. If he passed away today, walk us through what would happen.
0: Yeah. So right there, you have a $900,000 gain. In today's scenario, means that inheritor would then have a cost basis of a million dollars. And if they went to sell it on the same day, it's still worth a million. They owe zero in taxes. Under this proposal, the person who inherits that $900,000 gain then goes to sell it. They're going to pay taxes on that $900,000. So you're talking a massive, massive impacts on somebody who saved and invested their whole life. R- really punishing the person who saved it. because they really, they saved for their whole life with the intention of helping out their, you know, posterity.
1: Yeah. Great. Let's go to the next one, Tyler.
0: Net investment income and employee, self-employment taxes continue after $400,000. So right now there's caps on these for, you know, Medicare, Social Security, these different payroll taxes. What uh, Joe Biden's proposing is those that are making over $400,000, that's going to continue after these are phased out. Wow.
1: And the next one, Tyler, tax credits. Talk to us about tax credits. And, you know, you and your wonderful wife have a, have a healthy, strapping young son named Porter. Tell us how that uh, can help.
0: Yeah. So this is probably one of the biggest changes. Biggest benefic- benefit of uh, these, these tax changes are probably families, people with children. Under the current tax code, there's a $2,000 child credit. What's being proposed is the tax credit will then jump to thirty six hundred dollars for children under six, and three thousand for those between six and eighteen years old. Big change here as well. Not only is it increasing substantially, but they are wanting to turn into you know monthly income. So, which uh, instead of just being a credit at the end of the year, they're spinning that off into turning into potentially three hundred dollars a month per child.
1: Okay. So he's going to take a lot, take a lot, take a lot, and he's going to give us back some pennies.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And to turn yeah. credit into monthly income.
1: Yeah. Uh, next one, Tyler, is the health insurance premium tax credits. And uh, walk us through the difference between a tax credit and deductions.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. The tax credit is uh, simply dollar for dollar, you get money back. So if, if you get a thousand dollar tax credit, it's dollar for dollar comes right off your tax bill. Uh, a tax deduction, on the other hand, is subtracting off the top line. So if you made a hundred thousand, it's as if you're taxed on, if you, if you got a thousand dollar tax deduction, it's as if you're making 99,000. So the tax credits are a lot better from, for the taxpayer than a tax deduction. So on the health insurance premiums, there's a, a health insurance credit here being put in about between 100 and 400% of the poverty line.
1: Okay. Share with us what his proposal discusses in regards to the repeal of the 1031 exchanges.
0: Yeah, so property exchanges right now, you're able to sell a property, then go buy a property in strategically uh, deferring taxes. So what was being proposed is property exchanges will be treated similar to a sale. However, you can still defer up to a million married filing jointly and 500,000 married filing separately.
1: So if... Many of our clients own some real estate. They own commercial centers. They own warehouses. They own office buildings. If they bought the land, built it, total cost is three million. It's grown to four million and they decide to buy a different property. They can sell the property at four million, go and find a like kind property Mm -hmm. and buy it and not have to pay any taxes when they transfer that equity.
0: Correct. And there's going to be a million dollar limit on that. So for married couples. So if you have a big building worth millions and millions of dollars, big gains, even if you switch it to another property, anything over a million dollars in in gains will be taxable.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, that's going to be another big, big hit for many people. Whether you like him or not, President Donald Trump, he uh, did 1031s and that's what got him into the big Trump Tower that took his net worth from 500 to 900 million was he repositioned, pivoted. To a more desirable building, and that appreciation really benefited him, and and also many others, you know, Rockefellers and many others. And then Tyler, talk to us about these the new tax brackets and how they're going to capture more people in these brackets, and what's going to happen with the proposal on the tax brackets.
0: Yeah, I think strategically, the Biden administration is going to stand by their. Their, their promise, right? They, they don't really want to touch anybody under 400,000. Anybody over 400, they want to shift them into higher tax brackets. And then that's his goal, right? To bring in revenue, shift them. You know, Let's just say you're you know, 450, right? And if he can squeeze any ounce of tax out of you, he, he's probably going to. He's going to probably try to do his best to stand by his four hundred thousand number. If you're over four hundred, um, you can very clearly expect to be in a higher tax bracket at a higher rate.
1: Yeah, I mean, all the tax rates or of the six different tax filings out there. Married filing joint at six thirty eight. You hit the highest one at thirty seven. You're now going to be subjected to the thirty seven now thirty nine at five hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. So. Almost a forty-three percent decrease of these tax rates to capture more people in a higher rate.
0: Exactly. I think uh, strategically, you know, working with somebody, you know, like Arista Wealth, we want you to strategically get those brackets down below four hundred, right? Using things like retirement plans, you, you know, other types of deductions that are available to you. We want them to take advantage of those. So, you know, if you're a high net worth person making, you know, of over four hundred thousand. You need to be talking to your professionals, and we'll make a plan for you so we can decrease those taxes.
1: Yeah, great point. And not allowing to have 100% of your income taxed, but work in ways to decrease the percentage of your income that's being taxed. Absolutely. Uh, Talk to us about FICA and what FICA is and how FICA, with a proposal all the way to number nine, with the FICA tax rate, uh, what it goes up to and how they're going to jump and capture more income there.
0: Yeah, good point. So yeah, like like we mentioned earlier, those payroll taxes, over $400,000, are we are expecting them to be included again. So FICA right now includes 6.2% social security tax and 1.45% Medicare tax on earnings. In 2020, only the first 137,700 earnings was subject to social security tax a 0.9% medicare tax may apply to, to earnings for those that are 200,000 for single or 250 for for married filing joint what we expect to see is these taxes you know maybe even doing a gap for example let's say you hit the phase out of you know 137,700 and then you made over 400. So that gap there between 137 and 400, you might not be taxed on. And then at 400 it starts again and continues that FICA. And it could go up to unlimited. We have obviously this law hasn't passed, but that can get very expensive. Yeah, that's significant. Tyler, you know, th-
1: these are 10 different major components of the Joe Biden 2020 proposal. Any other additions or comments that you'd like to uh, make for our listeners today?
0: Yeah, I think the big winner of this proposal is definitely families, primarily due to the, the child tax credit. That's going to be the, probably the, the big winner, especially for, you know, if you, you've got multiple children, this could be a pretty significant windfall of cash to them. I think the big losers of this policy are definitely um, those people that are making a lot of money. You know, the, the few of these items could be painful, and especially those that pass away, right? This is not favorable to those that are that have saved their whole lives and then want to pass money down to their children. So, those are the people that are uh, definitely the losers for this proposal.
1: Well, hey, Tyler, thank you so much. You know, these are 10 major bullet points. There's more and more information coming out as more and more people are reading and discussing this proposal, and it's important to become aware and alert to develop strategies, conversations, and discussions around this. We uh, want to say thanks for listening. Please remember to go to aristawealth.com to get other videos, tools, tips, resources to help you live your optimal life. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, so you don't miss out on learning from our excellent guests like uh, Tyler Hunt today. And we look forward to seeing you in the next episode.
0: This episode of the Arista Wealth podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more advice on your finances, wellness, and lifestyle so you can focus on living your dreams. Don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best content. See you on the next episode.